0: Hello and welcome to a God Shift Podcast. I am your host, Shayna Rattler. I am a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. In these episodes, you will learn how to grow your faith, overcome adversity, and move into a greater destiny. Individuals, organizational leaders, and ministry leaders share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on a the path that was designed for them hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Godship Podcast. I'm your girl, Shayna Rattler, the founder here of A Godship Movement, and I am excited that you are here. So before we get started, I want to ask a favor of you. Please take a screenshot of wherever you are consuming this podcast. So whether that is on your phone, your tablet, your computer, take a screenshot. And when you do so, I want you to do two things. I want you to post it on social media. And when you post it, tag us here at a Godship and tell us your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway. If you've listened to any of the other episodes, You've heard me say before, I don't do this just for the sake of downloads. I don't even measure those metrics. I believe that metrics don't have as many places in ministry as they do in the marketplace. But I am interested in this information getting into the hands as, as many people as possible, because my goal and my mission is to build the kingdom and for more people to be able to operate in authority to make things happen in their life in the worlds around them. So the more people who share this, the more people that can help me with that mission. So thank you in advance for that. So we are going to get right to this episode. Y'all, we have already talked about so much powerful stuff in the green room, if you will, before we got started. So I'm excited to get further into this conversation and begin to share some of the things that we have talked about in the green room. So let me read my guest bio so we can get to it. I don't wanna waste any more time. So my guest today is a high-performance coach who works with high-end entrepreneurs, executives, investors, and nine-figure companies. He's an author of three books, his latest being Born to Rule, Reclaiming Your God-Given Birthright to Rule on Earth. And if that's not kingdom authority, I do not know what is. The net worth of his clients are $369.4 million plus in asset management. His greatest obsession is helping people be more, do more, and give more than they ever thought possible, which is fueled by his greatest belief that no person or organization is ever stuck or powerless to change the situation they are in. So, welcome to the show, Chris Santiago.
1: Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here. I'm really, really grateful.
0: Yeah. So I don't want to waste time with any fluff. I just want to get to this conversation. So you are my brother from another mother. Um, You know, the whole platform of my ministry, the whole platform of my podcast, my books is all about teaching people how to exercise their kingdom authority. And this book that you just wrote, we're going to get to it um, you know, later in the interview, talking exactly about the book, but it's born to rule. It's all mm-hmm. about how we rule and how we have kingdom authority. So just for to set the stage a little bit, because most people are always like, what the heck is a God shift? So my definition of a God shift is the moment that you unlock your kingdom authority, collide with God's purpose mm-hmm. and move into a greater destiny. So in your own words, Christian, how do you define kingdom authority?
1: So kingdom authority, um, I'll give you two simple definitions. One is very more, I call it technical and the other one's more like a real, you know, like it feels good, you know? Um, So the more technical that I would say is authority is being authorized by God to act like him on the earth, being authorized by God to act like him on the earth. And so um, when you speak to things, things shift when you operate in a certain you know, you know, a sense of confidence, a thought, like boldness, you know, things are changing. And, you know, when you walk into a room, you know, things are shifting. So you've been authorized by God to act like him on the earth. The more one that I feel good, like uh, people would say, oh yeah, that was good. Okay. But the second one is also, I had a great friend. Um, his name is Jeff Osborne. He's also transformational identity coach. And him and I were talking, it was two years ago. And he said, Christian, you know how I know you have authority? He said, I said what? He said it's because your identity's been co-signed by God. Wow. He said I really see that authority is when your identity is co-signed by God. You don't need any any other man to sign on it.
0: That's so because good. Because you've
1: been co-signed by God.
0: One of the things that came to my mind—it's really carnal, so y'all forgive me. One of the things that came to my mind when you were saying that—it's almost like kingdom authority is permission to be uh, arrogant, right? You know, because the the word tells us not to boast on ourselves, but to boast on the, to, but to boast in the Lord, right? And so it's almost like it gives us permission to be arrogant in the Lord. It gives us permission to be like, "Do you know who my daddy is?" Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like. My son has a ha- had a habit of like when somebody would pick on him or whatever, like because his dad was a, a thug and he'd be like, you know, y'all don't know who my daddy is. All I got to do is call my daddy and he go come up here and put it an into any of in all of this. Right. And so it's like kingdom authority gives you the right to be like, do you not know who my daddy is? Like mm-hmm. I have to operate. I've got the authority to operate just like my daddy operated. Mm-hmm. You know, my daddy was a thug in these streets and I get to be a thug in these streets, too, for the kingdom. I mm-hmm. love
1: it. Yes. And, and even to, 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 to add to that, I remember I was sitting with, when I was in California and I was a kid's pastor, cause I transitioned from ministry to business. I was sitting down with a CEO who actually came from like jail. Then like, you know, 16 years later, he's like, like leading this big company. And when he first started, he told me, he said, Christian, God spoke to me about authority. I said, what do you mean? He said, I, I used to feel intimidated when I walked into boardrooms because of my past. And, you know, just a lot of people who are playing at a higher level than me. And he said, "The God told him to say, stop being nervous. And he's like, why, Lord? He's like, because if anything happens in the room, you are the spiritual authority in this place. Yes. They are not. And so there's, there's only a certain amount of. Ability that they can handle. But as soon as something spiritual happens, you have to remember you are the spiritual authority. In that's this room. Right.
0: That's and that's right. And so that freedom, it's, a, it's such freedom. And it's such um, a gift, right? When we think about the fact that We have the authority not just to change situations because we want to see them change in our lives, but you can go into a room and if the energy is off in the room, we have the authority to shift the atmosphere. You know, you can simply just say the words Holy Ghost fire and the atmosphere in the room will change. You can praise and worship under your breath and the atmosphere in the room has no choice but to shift and change. Like, y'all, it's not, you know, yes, I say all the time, like, you know, when you unlock your kingdom authority, you get to have more, be more and do more. And there's some sexy stuff that's part of that. But there is some downright needed Mm -hmm. stuff. But we have to recognize, number one, that we have authority and number two, how to unlock it. So before we get to some of those tips, Christian, I'm, I'm I'm curious, when you look back in your own life, whether it's past, you know, far past, recent past, currently, can you ever think of a time that you ever actually had to use your kingdom authority to shift to where you are today?
1: 100% and I would say it was the shift from ministry into business okay and so I wrote born to rule end of 2020 then we my wife and I traveling ministry um, going to churches within four or five months um, we I was struggling. I mean, nothing was changed. I was like, God, we have dominion. What's going on? Why, why do we have dominion over sickness? We're praying for people. They're getting healed all this stuff. But like, why are we not able to take dominion over money? It was like, what is the issue going on here? It was like, Lord, you've given us dominion and authority. It should include everything. What's going on. And so I remember it came to a point where, um, last year, 2021, I, got to a point where it was, it was down in the dumps. It was like the third month in a row where we couldn't pay rent. And my son was going to be born in a month and a half. Our firstborn son, Zion. And I said, Lord, I am not bringing my son into this kind of world, like God. And I had my moment of raw and real with God. I said, God, I literally took my Bible. You know, if you're here on video, you can see me pick up my Bible. I said, God, your word don't work. Wow. And God told me, he said, Christian, the problem's not with me. The problem's with you. Mm -hmm. I said, what do you mean, Lord? And that he said, if you see your brother or sister in my kingdom being blessed and you're not, remember, you have the same God, the same Holy Spirit, the same word, the same keys of the kingdom. The only difference is you. And me, I'm very logical. You know, I was like, okay, that makes sense, God. Like, what's going on? (laughs) And so God actually told me, he said, Christian, you don't know what you want.
0: Mm.
1: you don't know what you really want. And I was like, Lord, I want what you want. And God took me back to blind Bartimaeus where he calls out, son of David, have mercy on me. He comes to Jesus. Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? I'm like, Jesus, he's blind. He doesn't have a messed up ankle. He doesn't have a messed up tooth. Right. Like, why are you asking a, new, is it you not
0: obvious? <laughs>
1: yeah, what do you want? And so God told me, I needed a God shift big time. He said, you don't know what you want. So I immediately told my wife, I said, babe, I'm going to lock myself in my room for two days and I'm going to get answers from the Lord. Like, I'm going to get some answers about what we need to do next because we're not doing this. She's like, okay. Cause I was working 12 hours, getting zero fruit, like zero fruit a day. And so I remember I got into that time and I was like, Lord, I'm ready to ask you some questions. I had like my journal We went to uh, one of the uh, other extra rooms we have. And the Lord said, no, you're going to ask yourself some questions. Wow. And I was like, Lord, what? And he's like, you're not in unity with yourself. And the Lord told me, he took me back to John 1.1. 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So God was in relationship with himself before he was in relationship with anybody else. Cool. Before, I, before I could be in relationship with the ministry I was trying to grow, I needed to be in relationship with myself. Before I could be in relationship with my wife, I needed to be in relationship in unity within myself. Like what's going on? And the Lord was like, you're not in relationship with yourself. You're not in unity with yourself. You're not in agreement with yourself. That's and so. so he called, asked me to ask myself five questions. And after those five questions, I will tell you, like, I knew exactly what I needed to do. I was more myself than ever. After those two days, everything shifted. Like I knew I, the direction I was supposed to go. And within um, two months, that's when I knew I shifted into high-performance coaching. It's just, it was, it's who I, like, it's part of me. It's what the Lord has put inside of me. So the two months I had my coaching slots completely full. Within four months, I was working with a nine-figure company. Within six months, I made my first six figures in cash when I've never made six figures ever in a year. Um, and then, you know, now, you know, being featured on publications and, you know, Lord just opening doors. Um, but I don't say that to like, Impress me, but I just tell people like, like to let you know, look at my life at as an example as how fast God can make a shift in your life in less than a year just by number one, really getting clear on. And I can go through the five questions if you want, but you know, up to you. I, I, I go by your leading, but really like having a clear picture of what the Lord really wants you to do and how that aligns with who you are as well. Yeah. And then taking absolute responsibility and going after it because I didn't think I I mean, I made plans and I made strategy, but I then executed because I realized that the things didn't shift in my life as much. It had less to do with God's actions and more to do with my inactions as to why things didn't shift.
0: My God in heaven.
1: So um,
0: I want to stop you right there because you got to unpack that. You can't drop that and run. Say that again. It had more to do with your inactions than it did his actions. Yes. So un- unpack that because I, I, there's some, there's some power in that.
1: Yes. So Genesis one twenty six, God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion. One of the things that's super interesting is God never said, God said, let us make man in our image. And he never said, let us have dominion. He said, let them have dominion. He never said, let us. He said, let them. And so there's responsibility that's given. And there are very few times God ever intervenes in the scriptures unless it got so bad that he had to. And even when he came to change everything from heaven, he never came and changed it from heaven. He came as a man because God gave man dominion and he would not override his own edict because he's a king. A king will not override what he says or else he's a liar, but God's not a liar. He will not repent. He's not like like us where he's going to repent. And he will follow through on his word. There's one thing that's big, and is his word. And so, whatever he says, if he says let man have dominion, then man will have dominion. And the one who can change it is a man. So he came as a man.
0: Exactly. So
1: for for us, you know, for me, I realize like, hey, hey, faith without works is dead as well. Let's be very practical. Like, faith without works is dead. If if what you genuinely believe is not moving you to action, then it's not faith.
0: You know, I, I want to say something right there because so so many times. People use the word belief and faith interchangeably,
1: but they're not the same.
0: something right there. Like belief is what I think it's the theories that drive me. My faith is what I do. And if you're mm-hmm. not doing anything, it's not faith.
1: Yes, absolutely. And here's the thing. And we could even go to a quick key of the kingdom because I'm already like kind of getting excited, but, um, faith without works is dead in general. Like it had less to do with. God's actions as to why things weren't changing, you know, God's on his, you know, God's not changing because it's a, you know, just waiting on him as opposed to my inactions. And I realized, you know, um, Ephesians 3.20, God will do immeasurably more than you can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that's working within you. And I realized God is not going to do more than I can ask, think, or imagine if I'm not using the power that's working within me. That's if I'm not moving, if I'm not doing it. So if I'm not doing it, then I'm saying, you know, God's going to work it out for my good, you know, measure more than I can ask or imagine. And I'm like, well, you're forgetting the second half of the scripture. God fulfills his whole word, not a part of it.
0: That's right. The and so,
1: Yes. And so that's what helped me shift on personal ownership, just that mindset of it.
0: That is so good. You know, although that God is God all by himself, he desires that we co-create with him, which is mm-hmm. okay. Let us have dominion. That that's my part. I, I, I'm in that with you. But then I said, and let them, you know, so are you the them? Like mm-hmm. the them, like you said, he didn't say us. He took himself out of that. I, I said something th- that I think was pretty controversial not that long ago. And um, I had to take people to scriptures like this to, to prove what I was saying, that I wasn't, that it wasn't just my opinion or me being disruptive for a marketing um, standpoint. But I said, He's not going to do anything else. He's done all he's going to do.
1: Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. rest
0: is on you. And they don't believe that because they're like, no, the Lord is still healing the sick. They that the thing? I said, like, no, no, no. The Lord said, Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do in my name. Mm-hmm. And again, the B clause, because I am going with the father. They've Absolutely. Done all See, we've got to stop quoting just the first part of these scriptures. Mm -hmm. We've got to recognize that for every promise, there's a principle that's attached to it. It's like an if-then, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, he will do greater and he'll do more and this, that, and the other thing, but you have to recognize, but there's a, but there's conditional according mm-hmm. to the power that works greater works in these shall you do in my name because I'm going to the father. Like you got to quit quoting just the a clause. Yes. The C clause is what's going to keep it from happening. Mm-hmm. So you can't keep going around here, yelling out these scriptures and there's no fruit in your life because of it. Right. Oh God, I'm just about to get excited. <laughs> so I want to pause and I want to read a quick, um, um, I want to read a quick commercial and then I want to get into how do we actually unlock this in our lives? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole, but I don't want to go down. So let me, let me, let me, let me focus, focus, Shana, focus. This episode is brought to you by the free guide. When God says shift inside, you'll discover the four shifts required to follow God's plan to move you into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. Head to God That's God says shift. Dot com to access it now this is good like this is one of the best interviews i've ever done in my entire life number one because it's speaking directly to me or <laughs> two because it's like this is what has to happen in order for you to see change in your lives yes the words the, the, the Lord's word does not come back to him void, but we have a role to play. He's not just sitting in heaven with this magic wand and we're just sitting back like, do me, do me, do me. No, uh-huh. he ain't going to do you. He's waiting uh-huh. on you to do you. Now uh-huh. I'm getting country, so let me focus. All right. So I love theory and I love stories and I love possibility. But what I really love is how people can apply things. Um, my devotional this morning was it's a it's a devotion for prophets, And so it's talking about a, a lot of things if you're going to. um you know, speak prophetically. But this morning it was talking about application and it was basically saying, you know, most prophecies are conditional. Why are they conditional? Because they're conditioned upon what you think you're going to do <laughs> as a result of the word that was given. So today has just been so, so Holy Ghost aligned. And I'm, I just can't even wait to see what the rest of the day is going to bring. So Christian, I want us to get into, if somebody is sitting here listening, like, I love the little Holy Ghost party that y'all are having together because y'all mm-hmm. have figured out how to do this, but give me some of that. I really am curious as to what advice would you give somebody? If you if you were having uh, someone that was sitting in front of you and they're like, listen, doc, I am really struggling to recognize that I have authority to make, to make things shift, shift in my life. Like what is your best mm-hmm. tip that you would give them of how they can unlock this and how they can, you know, walk into this rulership that they were born for.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, if there's one thing, it would be this. I mean, it all has to do with ignorance. Uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Um, did say, and then, you know, there's another thing on vision, you know, without vision, people perish. So the two things you need to have is vision and knowledge. But what do I mean by knowledge? There's, if there's an area of your life, you do not have dominion on that means there's an area you have ignorance in.
0: That's so good.
1: That means you do not know how to take dominion over it. Like I don't like personally for me, because I've studied a lot on health, I don't need to ask God as much on certain health things because I know how to shift them. And so God's like, you have the knowledge. Now you take responsibility. Grace is there to cover us in area where there's ignorance. But if there's ignorance persisting there, we're going to continue to hit a ceiling because grace will still cover us and God will still work through us and God will still make things happen. But on the areas that there's knowledge, like knowledge is is um, um integrated in your life, then responsibility is also there.
0: Yeah.
1: Grace is there to cover us for our ignorance. But if there's an area you don't know or an area that you need to take dominion over, let's say your health, your finances, your relationship, then that means you need to go learn what it requires to take dominion over it. Wow. There's enough knowledge on the earth, especially right now. If your marriage is struggling, well, it's due, it's not due to you not praying enough. Cause prayer helps, but I'm going to say too, if you, you can pray all day, but if you don't know, like you can pray about your finances all day, but if you don't know how to actually increase in that, or you don't know like the skills that requires to do that or to grow your business or to grow your ministry, you don't know the skills that are required to do that, then you won't grow. Yeah. And so the, the scriptures say Proverbs 22, 29, do you see a person skilled in their work? They shall stand before Kings, not unknown men. For me to grow my business, one of the five questions I asked was, what are the top three skills I need to master in order to get to the person that I see five years from now? What are the skills that the Christian Santiago five years from now knows that I don't know that I need to learn? And all of a sudden I created a list of five skills, but I chose the three, the top three. And I just started focusing on that. That means I didn't need to learn everything. And I was very clear on my development to a point that I started to see acceleration happen fast. Or people like, man, how do you go from here to here? I'm like, I just like, I'm seeing skill. Like the Lord has allowed me to master certain things. And so I would say very practically first choose the area that, you know, what's the area in your life. Usually it's health, you know, or your money or relationships. Usually it's one of those three.
0: Find as you well.
1: know third, third john 1 two you know i pray you prosper in all things and be in health even as your soul prospers our soul is affected by relationships with the lord and with others yes. um and so it's usually those three areas which is that area and then i want you to then begin to research do at least i'm gonna just give you a practical thing 20 hours of study in that one area like if you can give you know two hours of study for the next 10 days, you will absolutely know how to take the vision over that area. So you'll know the steps of what to do. And then you could see God do a magic whether you could ask your magic because now you can translate that potential into power.
0: And it's free to attend Google University. Like there's no excuse. Like, you know, when people say, you know, well, I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, well, most of the stuff that you think you need to know, you don't need to know it now. You just need to know enough to start. And Google yes. has so much information you enough too. for you mm-hmm. to at least get started.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm
0: hmm. So Christian, we've got to begin to wrap this up. I swear I could talk to you all day. I think you should just tell your wife that that room that you went to to just that's going to be mine. I'm moving in with you. <laughs> talk forever. Um, but is there anything is there um, any final words or anything that you would like to share with our listeners before we wrap up?
1: Yes, um, I want you to operate with a mindset of faith. And here's what I mean by faith. Faith and belief are are different things. And when I say faith as well, most of what we attribute to faith is hope. Um, we usually think of faith as a future thing. Um, but the difference between faith and hope, faith is always attributed to the future. Faith is always attributed to today. You know, um, faith is a substance of things hoped for. Usually hope and the future are connected during my 2011. For I know the plans I have for you to, to give you a hope and a future. Faith is only a today thing you know, today is the day of salvation. And we are saved by faith through grace. Anybody who came to Jesus expected Jesus to do a miracle now, not next week. And so when I say operate with the mindset of faith, I'm saying operate in a now mindset, because yeah. if you were to ask me, what is faith? And I say, faith is blank. I would say faith is now. Yes. And I would ask, give you guys a question right now.
0: Now, okay. if you
1: really believe God could shift everything right now, because reality is, we can all get a call right now that could change everything. We could all have an appointment that can change everything. We can all have a conversation that shifts everything. A relationship that's made that shifts everything. If you really believe God can shift everything now in your life, in your career, your business, your ministry, in your relationships, if you really believe that, what would you do, and how would you operate? Yeah, that's what I would give them. Operate with now mindset. Answer that question of I Really believe God could change everything now what would I do? And how would I pray?
0: Yeah. And the, the only thing that I would add to that is I believe that there, there's a reason that the word says now faith. And mm-hmm. so I've gotten in the habit just within the last last couple of weeks when okay. I'm praying to say even now, Lord, right? Because, you know, when we think about things that have not happened that we know that we've been promised like call them into the now lord lord every promise that you've made every word that has been prophesied over my life like i call it into the now lord you say mm-hmm. now faith. and now i have the faith to say i want it you know what i mean so amen so christian how can our listeners find you and follow you
1: yes yeah, so they can um find me on Instagram at Christian P Santiago. Um, I'm also on Facebook as well, but you know, mostly on Instagram, that's where I'm at. Um, you know, YouTube is beginning cause Lord's asked me to just kind of, you know, really be out there more. Um, but also website, you can also find me if you're an entrepreneur as well, entrepreneur, um, uh, Christian P Santiago.com.
0: Perfect. Is there anything that you would like to offer our listeners if they want to take things further with you?
1: Yes. So if every Sunday, not just at church, but let's say at 3 p.m. every Sunday, you want a kingdom high performance lesson, you know, every Sunday I give very five minute bite sized. Um insights, breakthrough insights that, you know, oftentimes people can pay for as well. But I just give it for free to Kingdom entrepreneurs or people who really want to step into Kingdom High Performance. And so to sign up for that simple newsletter, it is ChristianPeaceSantiago.com slash Sunday Lessons. Perfect. All
0: these links are in the notes, you guys. So you don't have to worry about um, what did he say? Does lessons have an S, does it not have an S? So lastly, Christian, before we hang up, um, because they're going to have the link to your website. They're going to have a link to your Instagram. They're going to have a link to the Sunday lessons, but tell them about Born to Rule and where they can get that. They've got to read this book.
1: Yes. So Born to Rule, Reclaiming Your God-Given Birthright to Rule on Earth is on Amazon. You can find it at Barnes and Noble's. Um, But I would say it's my life message. Um, Why did I shift to high performance coaching? Because it just essentially speaks to dominion over my life, like just for me and the people I work with. But also that book was written because I want people to see the rulership identity they have in Christ, because when they get introduced to the real them, then it won't be long before they do everything that God put them on the earth to do. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I want them. That's what I want you guys to really get your rulership identity in Christ.
0: It's about identity. You can't have authority without identity. You have to first know who you are and whose you are before you know what it is that you can do. And where do Mm. they get the book?
1: Yeah, they can go on Amazon. So they can search um, Born to Rule and you can even just put Christian Santiago in the search and it'll pop up. You'll see a picture of a king and a queen.
0: A king and a queen. I love it. Well, Christian, thank you so much for being here today. This was literally the best interview I've ever done. Thank you so, so much for being here. Everyone, I know this, I know this has blessed you. If it hadn't, something's wrong with you. I yes, I know. <laughs> something is wrong with you if you were not blessed by today's episode. So again, please share it. Go back and listen to previous episodes. Listen to future episodes I drop a new one every week. Thank you again so much for being here. It's Shana Rattler signing off for our God Shift Podcast. Have a fantastic, fantastic rest of your day. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.